Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. It's a good show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, one comedian doing his own voiceover for his own podcast due to monetary restrictions got tired of pretending he's seen The Wire in conversations at parties. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. I'm Kyle Ayers. All right, this is Never Seen It with Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where I have comedians and writers and people rewrite famous movies and television shows they've never seen, and we will read them for you here. Thank you guys very much for listening. I want to remind everyone up top, if you want to submit any scripts to us, we're looking to put some stuff together with user-submitted scripts. Please send us a one- to two-page script of a famous movie or TV show you've never seen to neverseenitpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Today, we have have avatar rewritten by josh gondelman josh thank you for joining us thank you for having me here to rewrite avatar a movie yeah. i've never seen <laughs> of course and we're also joined by blair saki blair thank you oh what up everyone <laughs> <laughs> i saw avatar in theaters i loved it wow. you loved it yeah showed genuinely me up. you know what's crazy statistically we all saw it in theaters mm-hmm it's the most forgotten movie to ever make more money than any other movie ever. It's the, yeah, it made it did make more money than any other movie ever. But no, Blair, you're the only person I know who I won't say admits because that sounds too embarrassing. But who's like, oh yeah, I saw it. Oh yeah, I'm extremely like low bar. Um, I enjoy things easily. Me too. You said that like that's a bad thing. Like, oh, yes, I'm happy. It, it's, it's funny. It's weird being around comedians, though, because they're like, oh, you like that? You fucking nerd. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm the same with you. Like, I enjoy every movie like I'm watching it on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, this is a good way to get me from A to B and be happier. Isn't that crazy how being on the plane, like being literally taken off the earth allows you to enjoy something in a way that you cannot in any other circumstance. So I astronauts like that shitty ice cream. <laughs> They're up in space. <laughs> true, like, do you like gosh. this ice cream or is there nothing else? It's a combination yeah. of little things, I think. It's I'm, pretty cool, though. It is cool. But where am I going to watch the, that George Clooney, the American, if I'm not on an airplane? <laughs> I'm never going to go out of my way to watch him just assemble guns I bought a, I bought a plane ticket just so I could watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was cheaper than renting from iTunes. It wasn't cheap. Deeper, but I knew I would like it more. It was worth the money. Right. You've got to invest in yourself, Kyle. Especially if you get that purple ambient virgin airline lighting. How else lighting? would I see Craig Robinson and Lisa Kudrow fall in love on Table 27? <laughs> Is that a real movie? <laughs> There's a movie called Table 27? Yeah. Um, what's your name? Stars in it. Um, Lisa Kudrow? No. <laughs> uh, if there's no. way we could play that back and see if there's anyone we knew who was in it. Okay. To the listeners, I know that sounds insane, but believe it or not, Lisa Kudrow and Craig Robinson were ancillary characters. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, weren't even in that movie. They were. No, no, no. Those are their character names. They like they're played by other people. Yeah, they're played by Amanda Peet. <laughs> Both of them. Both of them are played. She's so good. Um, um, that George up in the air, the girl. Oh, sure. The small one. Who's, uh, 
Ken- Kendrick Anna Lamar. Kendrick, she's the star. Anna Kendrick oh, yeah, Lamar. Anna Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Lamar is the star be so- of Table 27. I was that's about gonna- to say it's that girl who ha- is really people love her on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's, she'd be happy that's how I have summed up her entire career. Yeah. I think you she's nominated what? for Oscars and stuff. Yeah. She's been in both Pitch Perfects. Yeah. And will be in Pitch Perfect 3. You just mm-hmm. saw the t- trailer. Why does everyone hate her now? Every time thing we love, we turn against. I think this thing happens. I agree with you. I was ju- I was arguing with someone about this with music today. I think what happens is when we don't like when people try hard, they get a bad rep. You see, like, the world is turning on Lin-Manuel Miranda. And people are like, oh, this guy. And it's like, yeah, sorry, that guy just put in a bunch of effort until yeah, what all else, dreams what came through. What has he ever done to hurt you? Nothing. What is Lin-Manuel? Well, oh, you did... Well, how bad could Hamilton have made your life? Like, no one's life is worse because of Hamilton. No. Yeah, and Nothing also, what the fuck have you done? You right. know? I think that's the thing, is they're also thinking that. They're like, well, it can't just be effort away from my success. Otherwise, it's my fault. Yeah. Everyone's like, that's a really shitty movie. I'm like, you make a movie. You, yeah. Right. Yeah, wh- how, what was your song that you wrote for the film Moana? <laughs> Yeah. I bet it wasn't as good as the one he what wrote. We're like talking about the one person who did write a song for Moana that got cut. <laughs> Stephen Sondheim <Yeah>. just crying. <laughs> this is two people who are allowed to have beef with him. I think that happens all the time. Where something like Anna Kendrick, who just seems like she tries hard on Twitter, maybe she does, and she's funny, and like twenty million people follow her and have yeah. happier days because of her yeah she like uses punctuation and like puts her heart into her tweets when i think the people who put the most effort in are the people who are putting a ton of effort in to look like they just spontaneously wrote something without thinking about it mm-hmm. yeah. like when rappers pretend they're freestyling yeah exactly <laughs> i that- support an artist right to delete absolutely oh, for sure Oh, good. I wish I could delete. <laughs> I wish I could delete parts of my life that weren't on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I delete tweets all the time. Well, the problem with that is I do like just kind of shoot for the hip, and sometimes I'm like, okay, that could have stayed. Oh, I inside. delete. I delete tweets. Most of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then, if 30 seconds go by, I'm like... Eh. I wish I could delete other people's tweets also. <laughs> <laughs> if 20 of us vote to delete it, that's just a separate feature. There's retweet, oh, favorite, so and awesome. then if 20 of us don't like this, it gets oh, no, deleted. I would feel very vulnerable in that situation. Yeah, I'm sure Nazis would abuse it within like 40 minutes, but yeah. sure. for the first time when you just were like... All of our good ideas, these guys keep running them into the ground. <sighs> that's... It always happens. Do you mute people? Oh, oh so yeah. Many. Yes. It's great. I was looking for people who I knew in Los Angeles and was on the two of you and like five people's Twitters looking at the mute, like mutual follower thing. And I was like, oh, I've muted 80% of these people. <laughs> oh, wow. I love to mute. I, my, my guideline for muting people is like, if I wouldn't, if someone's having a conversation with me that I wouldn't have with them in real life, I'm done with them. Oh. <sighs> Like, it's usually strangers. I don't mute yeah. many people that I know. But if someone's like, hey, dude, you suck, and this thing you like sucks, it's like, man, if you said that to my face, I would be like, I'm sorry, who are you? I can't talk to you. Let me hear you out. Do you have any links? <laughs> right, right. It's like, I don't owe you the argument. Yeah. And I will also, like, ask someone a provocative question and then mute them before they can answer. I'll be like, why would you think that's okay to treat someone like that? And then just mute them while they, like, <laughs> like thread. I but imagine that. you yelling that at someone on the street, and then they're just waiting for their, to answer you while you run while away. I'm in a cab <laughs> yeah, you're, and they're, they're still yelling like I'm standing there you've turned an order to lift like in that yeah, time and it's, it's like oh, no, no I'm waiting for this it rules so much it like <laughs> it, it got, gives me so much pleasure because it's so hard to win an argument with someone who's argue it's impossible to win an argument with someone who's arguing in bad faith right but it's like really easy to piss them off and then ignore them and, yeah. and that's my new goal yeah I think when you talk about like people you like things and lots of times like being around comedians and stuff, they'll be cynical about them. Blair, when you're talking about that, I always think about surfers being the least ironic people. And I associate yeah. you with surfing because you tweet surfing gifts most of the time. And, um, I think surfers are like the least ironic people in the world. They're just doing a thing that they, they are, they earnestly believe a thing that most people would say sarcastically. Where they're like, no, like, I just like being a part of the ocean. I'm like yeah. extremely earnest to where like, I take people literally all the time without, like, I don't pick up on sarcasm a lot of times. Um, Yeah, it's very weird. Like, someone will clearly be joking and say something to me and I won't understand it. Like, I'll think they're being serious, like, because I'm trying to be polite Mm -hmm. or something. It's very weird, especially in our community. Like, sometimes I feel like I have a lot of, like, miscommunications. I think this, so we see this a lot with, like, trying to, like, bring it, with movies where people 
people turn on movies so fast now. Yeah. We're like, oh, we all like this one. Wait, no, we all hate this one, and we hate the people who did like this one. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, I had fun watching that movie. Did you see? Did you already talk about this? Did you see Three Billboards? We talked about it a little bit with Kara. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, Maris saw it. It's so polarizing, it. though. Like Very the shit I've seen on the internet, and I don't even like see a lot of this stuff because I'm not on like all the action and comic book shit that all the arguments are being taken. I've had so many people tell me it depicts people I lived by wrong. Oh, really? And you think you were like, this makes sense. I left that movie thinking that it very, some of the characters were very accurate portrayals of people who live in Missouri and do not leave Missouri and don't care to. Is I, Ellings by you? I think it's, it's Ebbings. Ebbings? It's not super far, um, but it's also, there's 5,000 of that town in Missouri, but it's a very, it, it to me is, only, is second to like Ozark for these are people who have never, it doesn't depict them as dumb. It's yeah. just people who are still there. And sure. Then to them, it's fine. And it is fine. It's, um, there's nothing. Most things are like if you don't leave a place like, especially Missouri, which is like a very forgotten place. Yeah. It's not a comical southern place. No. Like it's like brought up as the example. You know what I mean? It doesn't have. It's also not a place like Texas or Louisiana that has a big flagship situation. And it's not a place that has been made fun of by like Fargo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of is right. And it's not, it doesn't have the Wizard of Oz. Right. Like if it's, you, yeah. if you are naming every state in the union, you would name Missouri 47. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're, unless you're from there. Unless you're from there. And it has like St. Louis and Kansas City, these large places, but it's not, it doesn't have, and it doesn't exist Kansas in Kansas City's like got the name culture. of a different state in it. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those characters though, like, yes, they were like some caricature, but the casting and the people playing them were so undeniable like just brute forces that I don't know how you couldn't like it even if you had to suspend belief because it was like people that had nothing to lose and it was like the most interesting thing to watch. Yeah, imagine like when people talk to me about that movie they say things like well that seems like a bunch of far-fetched stuff happened. It's like yeah, that's why it's an interesting movie. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you know all those movies where people just like answer their emails and right. think about going to see a movie, but then don't have the energy to go see a movie. That would be the worst movie. The only good one of those ever was Burn After Reading. And even some interesting stuff happened in that. And that was very purposeful. Yeah, they burnt after reading. <laughs> it's no avatar. That was where it's exciting. I think people, I saw everyone turn, I left that movie liking it and knowing people would turn on it. Not me. I, I left like being like, this is incredible. Yeah. I loved it. I, I haven't seen that. Did Maris like it? Maris, she, I think she's in the camp of like, she like enjoyed the, exp- I don't want to speak for her, but she enjoyed seeing it, yes. but like understand some of the backlash. That's like what she told oh, me. Yeah, no she's one, like, yeah. I get the criticism, but like, yeah. I'm glad I saw it. And I thought like the, the everyone, almost everyone seems to agree. Like the acting was really incredible. That's yeah. like what I keep hearing. Yeah, yeah. I would, I could go along with that and just be like, can't we just like this thing? Yeah. And like, I think there's, there's a difference between saying like, oh, you know, I think this part of it was unsatisfying or like, I don't like this message that came across uh, or like, you know, what, whatever about this character, like, I don't want to spoil a movie I haven't even yeah. seen, but like, there's a difference between that and being like, this is trash. No one should see it. There are no redeeming qualities. It's like, I don't know. Maybe the lighting was really good. I bet someone worked really hard on yeah. the lighting. I think that th- th- I see the difference in that all the time with movies and television shows now, where if you look at like, let's say you look like Rotten Tomatoes, which I'm not like huge fan of because it's sort of Rotten Tomatoes sort of rounding is my up. favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of Sorry. rounding up and then rounding the whole thing into that. Do you yes. know what I mean? Right, right, right. So if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, the top like 15 TV shows on right now are 100%. A hundred, everything's a hundred percent because people are like, what a great show. hundred percent. But movies, it's easy. People will knock them off. I don't know if it's because we've for a longer time treated them more seriously or something. People will knock them down a lot. It's like the, the top television shows get a lot more. Cause it's, a, it's right. like a podcast over time. You become a invested. Yeah, like, are you it's sure it's good still? Or, yeah. or like people will say, I, I, I know we have friends that have done bits about it. So I don't want to like tread on it, but people will go like, you have to watch two seasons before it's good. Right. But there's no movie that you'd be like, you have to watch three hours of this right. movie. And then the last 15 minutes are amazing. Yeah. We talk, I think Didn't we talk, you say that? we talk, yeah, we talk yeah. about something similar to that all the time. That's kind of where the whole idea of this podcast came from was like, I have never seen the wire. Mm-hmm. And before we've even launched a podcast, I have a thing that people are going to be tired of hearing about. And I would just tell people I've seen it to avoid them talking to me I, about it. I have a couple, I have a couple 
or there was a couple of weeks in my life where I almost tried to develop a dating app called haven't seen it. And it's based on just like, I don't know, let's go to this movie we haven't seen together. Oh, like so good. It, or like, Hey, neither it doesn't work as well with TV shows because that's like a very nesting activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, Oh, I want to see this movie. Um, somebody else wants to see this movie. Maybe that's enough for us to like have a first date. It is all that is talked about now. I and love it, TV. Like, I feel I don't need anyone on earth. Like I, I want to stay in my room and watch 10 hours of TV. Like that's my perfect day. I love to do that. You can. I do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Blair doesn't need your, Blair doesn't need your permission to live her best life. (laughs) That's true. Now I don't really have a home, but in New York, I sure did. Yeah, I know. I'd be like, Hey, I'm down the street from you. getting coffee it's not even down the street from me I'm like hey it's the basement of the building you're in getting coffee and then five hours later you'd be like sorry I had I was watching all of a show that's great <laughs> so many of my friends have complained about this like that I prefer my TV to their interaction and like I try well, to refute it well here's the thing though uh, television is scripted and edited and rewritten <laughs> have you been in conversations those are the first draft and oftentimes need a lot of editing yeah, and rewrites a lot of cuts Oh, it's like dear. when someone is uh, would tell you like, I had a friend who's like, you got to keep your headphones out on the subway in New York because you got to listen and you can get you can get stuff from oh, listening. Fuck and it's you. like, no, no, the stuff I'm listening to is done. I yeah. love that. I don't want to listen to people's first draft of hitting on each other or throwing up. I'd right. listen to. You think someone on this train is going to freestyle? Hey Jude. <laughs> <laughs> you think these kids dancing are going to be these America's Got Talent contestants? I'm watching. No, I literally don't feel safe outside without headphones. I don't know what. Not anymore in LA, but in New York, I'm like I just need a barrier between me and the world. I've yeah. grown to have a preference here of liking it in my car because it almost feels like I'm not trapping myself because mm-hmm. you get a little bit more space. Yeah, it feels like being inside a very comfortable headphone. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of headphones do you drive in these days? <laughs> kind of a an '88 Bose. <laughs> I gotta recharge mine. It still's got the headlights that flip up. Gas-powered headphones. Do you like with the rip cord and everything? <laughs> my dad has a gas powered margarita machine that's the most believable thing i've ever heard it's true i can't believe that you weren't birthed from one (laughs) (laughs) i mean there's a lot of things that like i say and they sound like a lie like when my mom um ripped her hamstring wakeboarding a month ago oh my gosh is she okay she's okay she had that major what's her down oh no She's walking around. She's a warrior. That's She's amazing. There. Is there a specialist for wakeboard injuries? <laughs> <laughs> like, is there a it's, a wee, it's a weed doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go to the Nirvana clinic to get. <laughs> if my parents found out that I smoke weed, I'd be in huge trouble. Really? Yeah. I feel like you you get a wakeboarding in- injury, you're diagnosed with a major bummer. That's, I know. that's, that's the, they, they just give that's you some edibles. Your parents would be like. If they found you smoke weed, it'd be a bummer because when the first time I ever met your dad, he made me two sandwiches before he knew who I was. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's very Wait, weird. Sa- same filling or different fillings? Different fillings. Wow. He was like, Yeah, we got this stuff. Someone's gotta eat it. You can't leave till you eat it. <laughs> who are you? Really Blair's impressive. friend? This is the this is the most good natured escape room I've ever heard I know. of. <laughs> oh god. It could be called Italian Sub. <laughs> Italian sub The Italian Sub oh, Escape man. Room. You have to the Capricola sponsored by Etnies. <laughs> I haven't it's, heard it's, the word Etnies it's in an, years. It's an escape room. <laughs> oh God! Oh boy! Well, <laughs> I can't imagine how much we need to move on to the actual podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Hey man, I'm down um, for whatever. It's supposed to be 20 total minutes. Sure, sure. Is it really? Oh, no, dear. it's not. Uh, okay. Oh dear. I was like, uh, okay. Well, good day, <laughs> good day, sir. I could talk. What I really like is talking to comedians about this stuff because we kind of we think about it so much, and we're also alone thinking about this stuff, especially with like oh, yeah. movies and TV shows and blah blah. Um, about how like. We, you know, it's almost like we have a running commentary on everything, and then this is the thing that isn't politics that we have a running commentary. Yeah, thank goodness oh, there's thank something God. that's not politics. Yeah, although it is, it's always zero to politics in like yeah, three comments. Yes, yes. yes. it's, it's slowed down a little bit, but there's been like the first half of the year, I, I think I was in zero conversations from January to July that didn't end with like. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, and no matter what it started, it would be like, 
hey, um, do you have any almond croissants? And that's where it starts. And then by the end of it, actually, not importing almonds is a little different. Yeah, it's like yeah, right. With like with like the drought, it's really not environmentally sustainable. And it's like shit, man. But they're gutting the EPA. (laughs) And then it would be from almond to politics in two comments. Yeah, Uh, every like. Sorry, go go ahead. Um, I was just gonna say like the uh, politics is the new Kevin Bacon. Like you just get there. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's the six degrees of increase of temperature to the entire world of politics. Right. Yes. The six six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but plus climate change. (laughs) That's so funny, Kyle. Um, Okay. Also, I'm sorry to have done your bit back to you earlier. Because I really feel it. Like it's it's like TV is the only genre uh, the only genre of entertainment where like you have to sit through the people re- recommend something to you while telling you to sit through the bulk of something you won't enjoy yeah. for like the set the last 40 percent that you will 100 percent. i can't believe my brothers had the gall to recommend ozark to me are you kidding me during the pilot i wanted to die <laughs> i was like this is not something i could ever enjoy what is wrong with you i i really liked the show but I watched it the whole time thinking, so shows are blue now? Oh, my God. Is that it just looks blue? Why is the whole thing blue? Avatar's blue. Why is the Hewitt? Well, that's a little bit seems like more deliberate. <laughs> Good transition, Blair. Really opening the door for me. You got it. <laughs> that face will really play on radio. Blair made a good face. You guys hear the faces Blair was making? <laughs> oh. <right>. Old loud <laughs> face sake. <laughs> So we're going to play. We, we just want to get right in the games. Is that probably where we're at for time here? All right. We're just rolling. What do you think? I want to know what is like, what it, are there a lot of movies you haven't seen? Is, oh yeah. What is like Definitively most of them. Most. I mean, yeah, most of them, if you're going breaking down, but even most of the good ones. So if you're like whatever AFI or whatever, the best Oscar, what's one yeah. that you've like missed? God, I love that band's up? recommendations of movies. I bet. Uh, I bet if AFI the band I made a list, I got to see Andrew realize top. what you were saying, and that was a beautiful thing. Movies. I bet the AFI cr- the, the U's, Crow is number one. Top list of movies you haven't seen. <laughs> what's What's a movie you've seen thrice? Oh damn, <laughs> that's really good. Nice. I'm sorry really if you guys want to rise against this bit and do something. Oh! <laughs> I used to freaking jam to that stuff with my windows down and my Explorer in high school. Just like. <laughs> Riddled with angst, you know, like black fingernails, yeah. anger everywhere, yeah. screaming. But um, the movies I've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is this? A, or it can be a TV show. Oh, I mean, Either movies I've never seen. Like, up all the, time. the super classic ones. Yeah. And and I I know I would enjoy them. I've never seen The Godfather. That's a, a big one. That's the one that people most I'm often not are sure like. Anyone yeah. seen The Godfather? No. Our face you, reservoir dogs. I've never seen. Scarface and Reservoir Dogs feel like almost a different like people get so mad that I haven't seen The Godfather. I haven't either. They people act yeah. like I have a child I've never met. I don't even well, know, you know where you, you could just watch it. How you would see it. Yeah, you could just watch. You, you know you can just view it. It's yeah, it's but since 4 hours and then there's two more that are 4 hours. Yeah. And I know I would like it. That's like the thing about like I will it's I'm not a tough sell mm-hmm. I, i'm not a tough critic of a lot of things and so like if i watched it i'd be like shit why didn't everybody tell me how good this was? i do that all of every time i watch one of these things that i haven't seen i'm like this is the best yeah it's like man they were really right about star wars it was a blast i just watched last week i watched the big sick oh yeah and this, terrific. You know, a little bit different genre than the godfather but a movie that within our circle everyone saw and said to see, and they're like, this is great, this is great. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm sure this is great. And eventually I was just like, yep, it was great, but I never saw it. I just like let people form how I felt about it. And then I watched it, I'm like, God, this is so fucking great. It was legitimately great. <laughs> it was like I, the best thing. I know that it was great. I mean, I, I enjoyed it so much. And then my parents saw it and loved it. Yeah. And that's, I was like, if they, if they, if like a comedian makes a movie that my parents also like, I think that's that, a transcendent. Yes. Holly Hunter is incredible. So incredible. Ray Romano is so good. Cool. Yeah. I loved her. It was the charming movie that I think every one of these romantic comedy television shows that are coming out now thinks it is. It was so funny. The first funny 20 too. minutes of it was more charming and better and funnier and more informative than any show or TV show romantic comedy I've seen in years. So great. How you guys seen Coco? 
haven't is that yet. a romantic comedy that I'm missing? You know, it's the best movie that's ever been made <laughs> that's ever existed ever on earth. No, I'm afraid to go because I cry at Pixar movies. So. Oh, I love I love Pixar in large amount, and I was blown away. It was the best movie, and so incredible i think pixar is the first thing that i've experienced that for, for, i've known it from the beginning and it's grown into like a such a worldwide large thing to where people are now like i prefer the old stuff you know what i mean it's like sure people are now like well does this hold up against toy story and i won't be like yo like nine other movies are better than toy story oh if oh, you yeah. can't get behind coco bitch there's no hope for you like honestly you can don't we make that into a ringtone i just want to make a little note <laughs> You need some help trying to find joy again in the world if you don't like Coco. I really want to. I really want to see it. Oh, That's you'll like love my, it. Can we you watch will. it instead of the rest of the show? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> okay, we wanna, I'm going to get in. We're going to play some games and we're going to get into the script here. Okay. All right, the first game that we're going to play is Before and Afters. So today's theme is Amy Adams. So this is taking two movies and T- making it into one movie. Today's theme should be Amy Adams Family Values. <laughs> Can we do any adjustment to make that last line in my voice? <laughs> <laughs> do we not have the same voice? <laughs> I can't tell. And um, so so it, one of the movies will be hers in all three of them. Got it. But not, not both of them. Um, so I'll give you the plot of the movie. <laughs> this is, makes no sense. No, so it makes so much sense. You're I'll doing give great. You the plot of the movie and you tell me the title of the movie. All right. We ready? Sure. Are we playing against each other? No, just with each Are other. We just, we're collaborating. You can ding your instruments if, yeah, you, if you think you know. You can shake a tambourine if you think you know. We got all this stuff hanging out. Here's another tambourine I'll toss over in the area. Oh, the, the rattlesnake wants to answer. <laughs> yeah. If Stone Cold Steve Austin has an answer, you can let me know. All right. A lone shark and a, the grifter he falls in love with are forced to work undercover and eventually use their criminal life as an inspiration to create rap music. American Hustle and Flow. There we go. That's very cool. Oh my God! Thank God! I could only think of um, I could only think of the master and um, and uh, the other cooking one. I didn't even know those existed. <laughs> Imagine I was. You look, I like the relief that's on your face, but there's no. It's fine. How'd you get that so fast? I knew American You're Hustle. No, I just knew American Hustle, and then you said rapping, and I was like, it's gonna be Hustle and Flow. Um, wow! But I also was like very close to just being like a rival uh, at the recording studio. Yeah, Julia <laughs> exactly. and Julia. Arrival at Julia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's number two. After working as a doctor, a lawyer, and a co-pilot for years, this master of deception moves on to a high school party where he tries to finally make a move on Amanda while a would-be rapper bud gets locked in a bathroom. I feel like I speak a different language. (laughs) Okay, the last, the second part is the second part can't hardly wait. (laughs) Okay, okay. So let's work our way back. My God. We need an Amy Adams. Can you read it After again? Working as a doctor, a lawyer, and a co-pilot for years, this master of deception moves on to a high school party where he tries to finally make a move on Amanda. Well, the would-be rapper, I like that you got can't hardly wait first. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's a movie I've seen many times. Me too. I like that one. I, 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 it's one of those that I'm afraid to watch now because I'll be like, I was an idiot. But like, yeah. maybe I won't be. Maybe it'll still rule. I think you'll like it. Um, <laughs> but now I'm doing the thing that we were talking about before. I just would be like, Aaron Brockovich can't hardly wait. <laughs> a doctor, lawyer, and something else. This and master of something. A doctor, a lawyer, and a co-pilot. Co-pilot. For years. This master of deception moves on to a high school party. Hmm. I don't know either. Maybe he wrote fraudulent checks at the high school party? <sighs> Man, well, maybe sued by the FBI agent. Tom oh, Hanks. catch me if you can. Hardly yeah. wait. There you go. Yeah, Blair. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was gonna 
have no part in any no, of this. we did it. <laughs> I don't know if that'll fit on a tombstone. <laughs> oh, dear. Some relief. All right, last one. Remember, it's, uh, okay. A man falls in love with the operating system that is in charge of helping him dispose of bombs in Baghdad. Oh, the her locker? Yep. <laughs> That's good. Good job, Josh. Thank you. You're a wizard at before and after. Thank you. It is the only skill I have in this industry. You are. I can be good at this podcast and one fifth of Wheel of Fortune puzzles. It's like you. This game was made for you. Thank you. Our final game before we get into your script is I'm going to listen to a movie or television show theme song, and I will sing it. Sorry about dropping the headphones. And I will sing it. Wow. Are you going to record this part? Okay. Mm. <laughs> That's me to the whole podcast. Are we recording yet? Um, all right. So I'm going to... Please I, don't record this. I can't hear anything. It's very embarrassing. noise-canceling headphones. Okay. And no, so you should... They should make some noise in your ears. No, no, no. They cancel the noise. <laughs> um, after four episodes. All right. So here's the first one. I'm going to sing it. Can, cancel the noise. Cancel the funk. Is that anything? <laughs> Internet... Is this the Munsters? No. Was that movie or TV? Can you tell us? TV. And it wasn't the Munsters? It was not the Munsters. Not that far away. All right, you want to hear it again? Adam Simley? No. They're writing the names in cursive in a heart. There's a heart in now. They're showing the title, and it also stars Vivian Vance and William Frawley. Oh, the witch one. No, that's even closer. Bewitched? No. I Dream of Genie? Also that one. Older. So that one. Is that the same? Older. It's a he he. They're drawing a heart and I her name's Lucy? in the top. Yeah, I love Lucy. Oh. Um, all right. Nice. Moving on to the other one. I haven't listened I to I mean, we yet. crushed this one so hard. It's like... Stumpers. Uh, 60 minutes. Uh, <laughs> I did not know this was going to be how this started. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. Oh, Planet of the Apes? Tarzan? No, uh, 2000, was it 2001, 2001 Space, Odyssey? Space Odyssey? Wow, yeah. thank you for getting that. I did not want to before. sing that more. It's good. What's it about? Space. <laughs> oh, man, they have such an odyssey. Blair, if you like odysseys. Oh, Lord. If you're a fan of odysseys and space and roughly just over 2,000 of them, mm-hmm. it's a good movie. Cool. It's a good one to see in theaters, <laughs> Then you too. should see Gravity. You should, <laughs> you should, if, you're, if you're a fan of going interstellar, you should check out Apollo 13. <laughs> I love that movie. You should, uh... You should see it. They show it in theaters here. Like once a week, there's a theater that shows, and it's super huge, like the old print and everything, and it's fun. Liv Tyler, what a gal. Cool. Uh-huh. That's our, we're talking Armageddon now. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. switched. I saw that on TV yesterday. I, I was talking about 2001 Space Odyssey. And then, and then I thought, talked to about a different movie. You were definitely talking about Armageddon, though, right? No one yeah. had mentioned. And then I you thought just said, I like Liv same. Tyler. <laughs> Oh, they're a different movie. Apollo 13 and Armageddon? Yeah. Yes, both stories invented with no truth to them in the in the back. I saw a thing where that was when uh, Steven Spielberg showed Apollo 13 screenings, people didn't believe it was real. Because they thought, even though it was a real thing that happened, everyone yeah. knew the outcome. People were like, there's no way those guys would have made it back. That's like That when was I, feedback he got. That's wow. like when I saw Solio was crying the whole time, even though I knew that would end it. Wait, when you saw what? <laughs> Sully. Oh, Sully. Oh, sure. I thought you said Solio. Like, <laughs> me Sully, too. the whole time I was like beside myself, even though I knew how it ended. What if they changed the ending? <laughs> <laughs> everyone died. <laughs> he crashes and everyone dies. Everyone sleeps. And they're like, man, we really shouldn't have filled out those comment cards. 
That was I that was like the the real life story. That's like only interesting because it was a real life story. Like if you made up that movie like there was a bunch of geese and then the plane landed fine. It's like yeah. that's not a movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Apollo 13 Imagine is a movie inventing Frost Nixon. Like, oh, so they just they just hang out on television for a while. If that's not based on a real thing, you're like hmm. I get I get so mad at movies that are about stories that I already know. I saw you say something, and it was so. Oh, funny, people are so mad. Where at you me. were like, "How about we stop giving awards to people playing other people that already exist? <laughs> that already exist? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I just feel like it's so much like it, like. Peep, there are people who are good at doing impressions and like someone doing a great Richard Nixon impression in a movie is like not as impressive to me as someone creating a character out of not nothing, obviously like there's inspiration, but like creating a character that you go, man, I've never seen something like that before. But like when I watch someone impersonate JFK, I'm like, Oh, you know who was really good at that was JFK. The guy that lived. Yeah. yeah. Like when you see on video, there's being video Lyndon B. Johnson versus like when, uh, what's the, uh, the guy's name who was Anton Chigurh and, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy um, just that's so effort to put that in and yes. develop that whole and that's that's makeup people and costume people and writers and yeah. the director and the actor putting all this work into building something versus like Oops, sorry. googling a picture. Yeah, or just like watching news footage of him yeah. and being like, "I'm gonna do it like this now." <laughs> Did you like um, Jim and Andy? I didn't see it. Oh, I also didn't see it. Oh, I saw. Was it was it good? Yeah, it was like. This is exhausting, though. Like, those people on the set. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you think you... I don't know. It was cool also, but psychotic. I was like, you think you're just, like, allowed to turn into that person for the other people you're around? Right. They have, they have like, lunch they gotta eat. Yeah. <laughs> the director trying to talk to him, and he's like, can I please speak to Andy? Like... I mean, can I please speak to Jim? And he's like, if you want Jim, you know, I don't... And then he won't talk to him as Jim. The, I get mad. Oh, go ahead. So, like... If I'm on like a set of something and someone bumps a light and doesn't say something, I'm like, well, tell that, apologize and yeah. go back and tell them that you bumped the light. Don't, yeah. if people aren't very nice and gracious to each other. And yeah, or like really openly upset. like wasting time yeah. when you know like people's jobs, like they're like working really hard. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's like there are those, all those stories of like Jared Leto mailing people like dead rats when he was getting ready, when he was playing the Joker yeah. in Suicide Squad. <gasps> it's like, how much that. better is Suicide Squad going to be versus how many days you're you're ruining with rats. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Yeah. Not much. No. I, I didn't see right, Suicide it's like, Squad. Right, it's not even like unless the rat the had best. something like with a note on it that was like, "Hey, the script kind of glazes over the backstory and tries to put too many storylines together. If you guys want to give this a rewrite, that's more <laughs> succinct." And it's like, I don't even know how I got that on the rat, but that's helpful. Thank you, rat. Thank you, rat. This is a weird way to give notes, but I'll I'll tell you what, my ears and eyes are open. My dad and his friends did a lot of crazy pranks. One time his friend came by and put a, a shark head in our pool. And that was a real really shark's weird. head? Yeah. I mean not a it shark. It sounds like head. your dad read about the godfather. A shark uh, that a is shark the, fin, I mean, not a they, shark head. They call that the Southern California Godfather. <laughs> oh the so yeah. the Soko GF? Yeah. <laughs> Soko GF. Ew. That's a, ew? Yeah. It was really gross. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. Don't people eat shark? Disgusting. Huh? Don't people eat shark fin? Yeah. They used to eat shark a lot more in the 90s. It's not as popular now. And they definitely didn't eat it out of <laughs> they a... They don't. <laughs> Whatever. They... <laughs> okay. They didn't eat it out of a swimming pool. 90s that kids will remember. <laughs> Beanie Babies and eating shark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Do you read Buzzfin? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I read it all. Okay. All right. Well, let's, we, I read it all. <laughs> all right. It's time to get into our scene here. Um, Josh, you wrote Avatar. I sure did. I oh, was the guy that wrote Avatar. You wrote Avatar. <laughs> it is such. Avatar is such. I think about Avatar all of the time. As dumb as that sounds. And, you, and have you seen it? You have not, right? I have not seen it. Yeah. But it is so... Isn't James Cameron making 50 more avatars? That he said, He said, and he is maybe the most prolific, high-budget filmmaker alive. Titanic invented this. Yeah. He said he has no story to tell that he cannot tell in the avatar world. That's the funniest thing I've ever I know. heard. Imagine if you hadn't made 50 movies and you said that to someone. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, cool. So no money for you ever to right. do anything? So you're going to make Taxi Drive Atar? <laughs> like, what are you doing <laughs> here? <laughs> oh, he Lord, said, no. It just wouldn't work. It would not work. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so so that's what he said he's going to live in there and there's like four or five sequels planned but it feels like it's been too long for the next one four or five sequels planned and when it, did it come out like oh seven no, right no 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 it came out i feel like i was in middle 2009, school 2009 okay oh nine so I that's still a while yeah ago. yeah yeah but still that's that's eight years ago it came out in 2009 you are sh- you are shocked. Do you have to text someone? <laughs> I <laughs> thought like you I have saw to like, call someone in middle school. <laughs> Blair lost her life savings on a bet about when Avatar came out. Oh yeah, well I had five hundred thousand dollars trying to short the Avatar market. Yeah, so this comes. I up. saw it with it was all my older brothers and their friends, and like I thought I was like twelve when I saw it. Okay, that was the year I graduated college. I mean, I'm all turned around. Anyways, I'm sorry to rock your world here. It's okay. So it's, it, but it is such a. It made the most movie ever. Yeah, it's the highest grossing film, highest grossing film of, of all time. time. It people would go to it. It was showing for like thirty five dollars at theaters. People were going to see this because the 3D wasn't. Did you see it, Andrew? Was the 3D amazing? I mean, I don't necessarily like 3D, but. It was a spectacle, like it was different and fun and That's, visually appealing. Everything I've heard about it is that people who don't like 3D liked the 3D or didn't dislike it. I'm put off by 3D because it makes me sleepy. Mm-hmm. I hate 3D because it makes me feel sick. And I think that the 3D technology is too good to where I'm like, I, this is, I feel not safe here. And then, um, but the when I saw Avatar in it, you felt it wasn't safe? good enough oh. then, so it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I loved it, uh, but I won't ever see 3D again. Okay. I feel, I don't remember the last, I think I saw Mad Max Fury Road. I resent having to wear Whoa. glasses on top of my glasses. That I have never understood. That would be upsetting. I don't like it. I just saw Mad Max last week and I was like, whoa, this is one long car scene. Yeah. And two I, D's, enough D. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> it was one long car scene. It was. It was like this. Nothing else happened in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Not to, uh, you know, I, it's important film. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no cocoa is what she said it's no cocoa <laughs> it's no cocoa bitch so we are gonna we're gonna get into the scene this is the avatar written by josh who's never can, seen it we're joined by andrew seeley who is our producer here of the show Hello. can i give a quick um a quick two-line preamble you can give as much preamble as you like okay well we're gonna be here a while <laughs> <laughs> we the people uh, yeah <laughs> i've got a filibuster going and- <laughs> And I'm reading from the preamble to the Constitution. Um, oh, so the two things I knew about Avatar were that people said it was like Fern Gully, the last rainforest, which mm-hmm. I have seen. And people said that like someone, either a tree has sex or two trees have sex or someone has sex with a tree. And that's what I was going off of. <laughs> Those were the two things I knew. And then the blue. I knew blue. You can always trust your friends to give you accurate information. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. And so so we'll, we'll do... Uh, um, a character breakdown now. Oh, okay. I think it's it's in the yeah it is in the thing it yeah. isn't. So so we'll just know you're going to be like always. You're going to be reading the stage directions. Cool. All right. Exterior: the forests of Ferngully. Day. We zoom through the lush green canopies of planet Ferngully, the only habitable planet in the faraway, heavy-handed metaphor galaxy. Leaves slap against the camera lens in 3D. It's just like running through the woods. People are going to shit their pants when they see these graphics. When they were in middle school. (laughs) Jeff Greed, the CEO of Greed Mining Enterprises, hacks his way through the underbrush. He looks like every dude who lives in Murray Hill on vacation in Costa Rica. It's a very New York-centric. I'm sorry, that doesn't travel well. Uh, There's plenty of room for him to walk without hacking, but he's chopping down branches with a machete anyway, just to be an asshole. Suck my dick, the environment. Jeff Greed stops for a moment. He pours some gasoline onto the ground from a canteen he's been carrying. He could probably use that gasoline later, but damn, he hates the environment so much. (laughs) Droplets of gasoline splatter in 3D. This is definitely what people go to the movies for. Jeff sits on a rock, stroking his chin and contemplating the riches he is about to uncover. We hear the voice of Father Time, who is never seen, but is heavily implied to be an old black man, as close to James Earl Jones as we can get. 
Jeff Greed was mere steps away from discovering Planet Ferngully's last remaining deposit of unobtainium, an incredibly valuable substance, a single nugget of unobtainium, when ignited can power an entire city for a year, but at the same time it melts every polar ice cap, burns a hole in the atmosphere, and causes every bald eagle's dick to fall <laughs> off. In the hands of Jeff Greed, the unobtainium would cause certain environmental collapse. There it is, the unobtainium mind. And once I've taken its contents, I'll be the richest man in the heavy-handed metaphor galaxy. As the sea levels rise, I will be safe and rich in my tower made of rhinoceros horns. Oh, I also knew about unobtainium. That was just a note from Josh. Wait, that's real? That's from the movie. They, the thing they're looking for a thing called unobtainium. Oh, I thought that was part of the heavy-handed metaphor. Yeah, well, it was. Um, just then, Ava and Tar from uh, appear from a swirling vortex of light. It's very impressive. Totally worth however much it costs to animate. Ava and Tar's skin shimmers cobalt, and their hair hangs in earthy clumps down their backs. They look like the predator went to art school and then joined the blue man group. <laughs> Not so fast, Jeff Greed. You are no friend to our race. We should have known your vile nature from the moment we heard your name. Greed? No, Jeff. Ava and Tar stand back to back in front of the mouth of the unobtainium mine, like Bruce Springsteen and little Steven Van Zant, but for protecting the environment. You may not enter the unobtainium mine. It is a sacred landmark for our people, and you have no right to it. That's why you're wrong. I have the deed right here. <laughs> he pulls out the deed. Of course he has the deed. These motherfuckers always have the deed. <laughs> Jeff Greed steps towards the entrance of the mine, but Ava and Tar put out their hands. Jeff Greed freezes. Wait! If you will not leave your on your own volition, there is only one thing left for us to do. Ava and Tar's Ava and Tar's legs turn into thick tree trunks. There and the, sorry, and their arms turn into leafy vines that wrap around each other. What are you doing? They're having plant sex. What? I kind of got the vibe that they were brother and sister. We are. Gross. It is pretty gross. The song from Free Willy plays, which is a totally fine tempo to make love to if you ignore the fact that it's about a whale. Vines continue to encircle the pair until they are fully fused as one. The writer of this scene wants you to know that this is not something he thinks about a lot. It's just something that his <laughs> wife said there was a scene in the movie where plants have sex, and this is what he thought it would be like. Wow, you're on my leaves. Sorry, sorry. I don't like them doing both. It's fine. <laughs> I just finished. Did you finish? Sure, yeah. I totally finished, too. This is literally nauseating. Ava and Tar go still. Everything is quiet, save for the sound of the song from Free Willy slowly fading out. Okay, you weird blue sister wives, get out of my way. I've got the deed to this mine, and I'm going to be filthy rich. Like, the kind of rich where you just turn on the air conditioning in your apartment as soon as you get hot without waiting like a, <laughs> a week before just giving up. Jeff Greed tries to push between Ava and Tar, but their lovemaking fused them together. The way your high school girlfriend read online could totally happen. <laughs> Move it, losers! The unobtainium is mine! He tries to chop through their bodies, but his machete can't even make a dent in their unified fuck tree. I'm gonna get my money back on this piece of shit machete, that's for sure. <laughs> Open up! Why will you answer me? They can't hear him. The life has escaped their bodies, sealing the mind shut forever and ensuring the future of their species. Only in death can there be true rebirth. I don't think that's how it works. No, it definitely is. Are you sure? I'm pretty confident it's not. Yeah, but it is. So I can't go in there? That's what I've been trying to tell you. God damn it. I should have just invested in Uber when I had the chance. Uh, writer's note, if I was writing it again now, I would have said Bitcoin. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, Jeff Greed treks back through the woods. He's pretty discouraged, but SantaCon is next week, so he's got that to look forward to. The sun sets. We are immersed in total blackness. We pull back far from planet Ferngully. Stars whip past. Galaxies expand as we hurtle through space and recede into the distance. Everyone's still very impressed, but now when an effect like this comes on screen, audience members feel the weight of their 3D glasses. They're making everyone's noses sweat. 
people are by this point definitely looking at their watches, which are hard to read because of the glasses. Instance blossoms into minutes. Minutes become years. Stars burns out into stars burn out into smoldering supernovas. Suns go black. Entire galaxies are left cold and forgotten. CGI technology continues to improve. 2009 becomes 2010. As, as and as impressive as the special effects are, no one ever thinks about or watches this movie ever again. You guys are amazing. That was, that was a gorgeous great. script. Thank you, Blair. <laughs> I loved it. Thank so you. as being the person who's seen it, how you, where are we at? Did he nail it? I think you nailed it, yeah. <laughs> I. It's so crazy how you could just know that sucked my dick. The environment <laughs> was a line in James Cameron's movie. When we did it live at Kyle's show, at the live show, um, Andrew Collin memorized all his lines, but he didn't see that one when he was memorizing. So I, we just waited, and he was like, no, I know it. And then finally... Someone had to prompt him, and he was like, it, it took like yeah. probably a full minute. It was a full minute to let him know that he had missed a line, <laughs> and then to inform him what it is. If you know Andrew, you know he doesn't like playing stuff up for a gag. Yeah, our sweet boy. <laughs> so he, so it was like a full minute of like, I think he missed a line. He's like, nah, my line is it till later. And then it, we shut up, and he just goes, ah, suck my dick, the environment. <laughs> Which is like so stupid to argue over. We, I felt like an idiot. We stopped the whole show to argue about moving back to say it. That yep. makes sense. Yeah, I can actually visualize all of this. Yeah, and you, it's it's very easy to visualize <laughs> Andrew Collins stopping a show. <laughs> he was so funny, but I was just I felt bad because he did like he worked so hard to get off book and then just missed the line, suck my dick, the environment. Oh dear. Our Maybe that's like man. something you know about in, like internally about him like he can't see that in a script you know i don't know maybe sure 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 okay Mm -hmm. no but he was i get what you mean if we talk about him anymore he's gonna feel it right now i know i thought but i don't mean it as a criticism he was so good but that was just such a funny moment in the show oh no so funny no i mean if we praise andrew too much wherever he is right now he'll like jolt awake he (laughs) will and then drop whatever dog he's holding (laughs) (laughs) he's holding a dog in his sleep yeah of course (laughs) hey andy miss you hi andrew hey andrew all right we have one last game to do here and it's, it's, it's my favorite part of the podcast generally like that reoccurring things um, um, yeah, it wasn't Whoa. it wasn't until this episode wow. and I was like I don't know if I like that script I think I have a new favorite part it yeah. used to be the, the scripts we would do yeah but now it's anything but that yeah so anyways it's when I tell everyone to rate and subscribe <laughs> goodbye Jeff Green Uh, no, no, this is, a, this is a reoccurring thing that we do where we play a game called Guess What Movie My Dad Is Describing based on having only seen the trailer for the movie and never having heard of the movie. Incredible. And so my dad watched the movie trailer and recorded, my mom recorded him with the voice memo app talking about the movie trailer that he's watching and you have to tell me what movie it is that he's watching. Okay. okay. So we're going to play it here off the old computer and um, all right. Hold it till the end of it if you think you know, okay. and then we'll get. Okay. Does anybody like what they do for a living? That's a weird, what a weird question. Okay, there's that thing that sits on most people's pianos and ticks. Driving in the rain, talking about catching him. Oh, I know both of these two guys. <laughs> It's always raining. <laughs> All right, him listing these off is probably where the movie gets his title, huh? There's the ticking piano thing again. <laughs> Whoa, all those trees people hang up in their cars. A lot of red light and rain. He's never seen anything like this before. <laughs> This is a beautiful poem, I'll say right off the bat. <laughs> any thoughts? Any ideas? They're talking about catching see, him. I don't see he another. dusted off something, and that's where he thinks the name of the movie came from. I haven't seen any trailers. Sits on most people's pianos and ticks. That's a, is that a clock? Is he describing a clock? Sounds like. Catching him. Oh, I know both of these two guys. Okay, so two famous guys. Or two guys your dad knows. It's actually a movie with both my uncles in it. (laughs) It's an heirs family reunion. I know these two guys. (laughs) 
All right, him listing these off is probably where the movie gets his title, huh? Did he say dusting these off? Listing these off. Listing these off. Oh. Hmm. There's the ticking piano. Okay, so there's a ticking clock. Or something else that ticks on a piano. And they're going to catch him. They're going to catch him. He's listing things off. (laughs) Is it eight rules for dating my teenage daughter? You're pretty close there at the beginning. We're pretty close to the beginning. He's never seen anything like this before. Those trees people hang up in their cars. Okay, there's air fresheners. A red light and rain. He's never seen I'll give my dad this as delivery's getting better. And the way he wrapped that up at the end was he's never yeah. seen anything like this before. To be fair, he, in the trailer, the guy goes, I've never seen anything like this before. It sounds like he really bookended it with lines from the trailer, right? 100%. At the beginning, he said, um, at the beginning, he said, who really likes what they do the for a living? The first line is someone asking someone if they like what they do for a living. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Is it Kong School Island? Uh, what is what you said? Kong. Kong? Kong? Yeah, you Skull got Island? it. You, I mean, you said a movie. That's what <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought you said like Kong Skull. <laughs> okay, I just... And I was like, huh, it sounds like an old video game, Kong I am Skull Island. Humiliated. <laughs> no, no, no. I am. No, it's not Kong Skull Island. Okay. Not that far off. All right. Not that far off. Do you like what you do? No, that's pretty far off, actually. A lot okay. of vulnerability and throwing out guesses here. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done it once yet. Um. Okay. Wait, you need to give us something else. Okay. Because this could be any movie. Cross Kong Island. Murder movie. Yeah, any movie but Kong Skull Island. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, like, can we get a decade? It came? Is it a 90s. new movie? 90s. Murder oh, movie. 90s murder movie. They're going to get him. Air fresheners. True. Seven. Oh, Is it seven? seven. Yeah. Oh. Seven. He's listing them off. That's where the... Yeah. deadly sense. Yeah, exactly. Where they that, uh, the trailer is so like heavy. It, it's like gluttony, and then it shows a cut to that scene, and then it's like sloth, and it shows, a, and it's metronomes. Are the oh, metronomes. Seven is the only movie when we were talking about watching something just for the end part. Seven is the only movie that I was like, oh, this is medium, 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 medium. Oh, this last scene's really good. Yeah. The last scene makes it into a great movie. Yeah. It's the only movie I feel like that about. So the testament to, a testament to the trailer, uh, and I don't know if he was that famous at that time, and we don't really talk about him. Kevin Spacey's not in the trailer or mentioned. Wow. So it was all a reveal when he showed up at the end, and it was like right around the usual suspects coming out. Mm-hmm. Damn. It was, well, I mean, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman were the stars, right? Mm-hmm. So they were big stars. Even Brad Pitt was on the rise. That's yeah, like that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. All right, we got one more. But that was when he was his Brad Pittiest. True. Pre-fight club. Oh, yeah. Can I just point to the second one? We're just going to leave in them, I guess, figuring out the voice memo app. Yeah, go ahead. You can decipher. So he's been out of school for a little over a year. He's one more win away from getting a set of steak knives. Oh, wow. Now they are duct taping that guy in his bed. Okay, so the main guy and the girl are talking while the guy hits baseballs. Wait, why does this other guy eat breakfast so close to a bunch of Cubans? I hope that's about cigars. It's not. (laughs) A lot more talking. This is very dramatic music for people standing around a courtroom talking at each other. Oh, I know what this one is. There's that famous line. Oh, yes. Do you know? know Tom Cruise and. um, Yeah, a few good men. Yeah, it is a few good men. Yep. What was the giveaway? The courtroom? Yeah. That was when, because all the other stuff, I was almost like, what's that John Hamm movie where he goes and scouts baseball? But like, there is a lot of baseball at the the cricket player. Yeah. (laughs) There's the, um, or I thought it was going to be like the trouble with the curve, that Mm -hmm. Clint Eastwood movie. And I thought maybe the duct tape was like a a baseball prank, but it was an army prank. Yeah. Or a Navy prank. Uh, whatever. testament to the Few Good Men trailer, it really doesn't give anything away. Almost the whole trailer, and then it shows the entire Jack Nicholson thing at the end. And I'm like, oh, come on. It's um, also like an inordinate focus on the baseball game they walk by at the beginning. They walk by the baseball game, and then he's like in a batting cage yeah. while she's talking to yeah. him. And then they talk about baseball, and then they show the whole but that's like final the first, scene. But that's like the first... 
it's barely ten minutes in the of the, the credits movie. aren't done rolling by the time that's right and all it is is to establish that like tom cruise is like a hot shit guy who doesn't know how to right. really prosecute and then in another testament to how a trailer is made is nicholson was the biggest star in the movie at the time like Tom Cruise is huge. Like Top Gun has come out, but it's not. He's not like a giant dramatic actor in like 1992. Oh yeah, yeah. He and was he's not Tom Cruise that he is now, which can drive any movie to be right. great. And so they show three quarters of the trailer is Jack Nicholson. I wow. Love and Jack he's Nicholson. in the movie for what four scenes in the last ten minutes. He really packs a punch, though. Yeah, but like name a line that someone who wasn't Jack Nicholson said in that movie. Yeah. Uh, I think Tom Cruise yells, "Say something that'll get famous." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Say say the line everyone's gonna know at yeah. me. Jack Nicholson is so hot, like, even as an old guy, like, he's still got so much swag. Okay. Just add into the combo. <laughs> he, does, he does have swag. He, he definitely does. does. He's, he's, he asked out Jennifer Lawrence, like, two years ago, like, unironically. Yeah, but and that doesn't, like, like so my grandfather would have done that. <laughs> you know what but I, mean? I was just like... Yeah, your swaggy-ass grandfather. I was just like, oh, this, this guy is... I respect it. Okay. Did she go out with him? No. I feel like then that takes your swag down a notch. Well, she was like 25 or some shit, but still, it's like I've gone Jack out with 25 year old girls before just a few years ago. That's gross. <laughs> I was 25. <laughs> yeah, I but you. I've never even talked to a 25 year old. Are any of you 25? <laughs> what are we getting into right now? Oh, oh sorry. No, that's okay. What? I like I like whatever Blair's driving this into. <laughs> this is like the equivalent of uh, what we'll show while the credits roll in a movie but yeah. this is a podcast so there are no credits to roll <laughs> it's like the end of a rap song where they're just kind of ad-libbing while the right. beat are fades. all kendrick's friends like driving away in a car right now <laughs> that's how all kendrick lamar's songs from his first albums would end is all of his friends then leave to go to a drive-thru <laughs> well okay. your dad did a great job oh thanks yeah i thought he was great i thought he did terrific he did a pretty good job he's getting better all right this has been the never seen it podcast thank you blair thank you josh for joining us thank today you for having me, Kyle. thank you andrew for making the cameo appearance as father time you're great Andrew. uh once again if you guys want to submit a script to us please send it to never seen it podcast at gmail.com make it one or two pages long of a movie or a television show you've never seen and you can subscribe and rate and review review and all that sort of stuff on on wherever you listen to podcasts thank you it's a good show